everybody, and welcome back to Don't Quit Your Day Job. My name is Paul. I am your host. And today, from the terrible middle of Massachusetts where nothing ever happens for any reason, I have the struggling artist himself, Trev Allen. Trev, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for the, <laughs> thanks for that wonderful intro. <laughs> All right. So, hey, it's happening, man. It's happening. I'm here. God d- defend Worcester. What is... If, if someone's traveling from Springfield, the capital of Massachusetts, to Boston, why stop in Worcester? What's the r- one reason someone should stop in Worcester? The Hotel Vernon. The Hotel Vernon is the last DIY venue okay. in this area. You have to, if you want to play there, you go and you sign up on the wall. You bring you bring your own PA. You bring your own security. You do all that stuff. You, you book the show. Right. But- the room they use is called the ship room. You walk into this room. So it's like a real dive bar, right? And then you walk into this room and you're in the bow of a boat. Wow. It's just, it's a bow of a boat. It's, it's gorgeous. Um, it's so authentic that, that one of the apartments above it leaks water into the <laughs> ship room. So you may be, you may get wet, you know? But yeah, that, that, that's my cell for Worcester. Yeah. That's cool. That, I mean, that definitely sounds like a venue that every band should play at once at one time in their life. Right. It's that kind of place. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, like I, I remember, um, off of their heads played there. So Ryan, Ryan from off of their heads did, did like a solo thing there and was like, I need to bring the whole band back just to experience this. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. this is, you yeah. know? Yeah. So. You know, so yeah, it's one of those little. It's it's cool. It's it, and, and that section of that section of the city has been gentrified, and that's like the last standing okay. yeah. thing from prior. Yeah. So you know, protect at all costs. Yeah. Is uh is how I is how I handle the Hotel Vernon right now. Right on. Uh, let's talk about the struggling artist for a second. That's your podcast. Uh, perennially nominated for for awards in the in the Boston area. So. So how are you swinging that, Trev? How are you so good at putting your podcast together? I have no idea. I think <laughs> it's like it's like two part crazy. One one like like so it's like I'm I have ADHD, so I hyper focus, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like two part, just like I can't like I have to do something or else I can't just sit in a room and think. You know what right. I mean? Right. What does it mean to get nominated for these things for you, though? Is Are these sorts of things important? Is it some sort of validation for what you're doing is meaningful? Yeah, so that's a that's a weird one, right? So I don't ever want to win this thing. Okay. I, know, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care about awards. I don't care, but, like, there's two. To hold the company that I have on, on the nominee list, to me, is, like, it's a, you know, it's like, um, it's about, it's about the bill, right? The, yeah. Like it's, it's sometimes it's all about being on that flyer and not, and not the show itself. You right. Know? right. Um, I think, I think it's pretty cool to get recognized, you know? And, uh, and again, I, the winning part like doesn't appeal to me at all, but like, just like, so one of the people on the list, um, Angel Wood, she has a, uh, boss, she does Boston emissions. She's been doing that forever. But when she was on terrestrial radio, like I used to listen to her, like okay. she was one of my yeah. favorite people. To listen yeah. to. So to be on a list with people that like, I kind of look up to, you know what I mean? Right. Like, They've become your peers now. So it's, it's different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
yeah yeah so it's yeah it's 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 pretty it's pretty awesome like of a feeling you know but at the end of the day like i said like i don't care about like i don't do this to to win awards i don't do this to to for any of that i do it because i i, I love music and i i think people who love music like to hear the stories of the artists that come on so right right and uh you know when i was just on your show uh a comment that i made is that uh, you're you're a real music nerd. Like you go deep into these bands and histories and collectibles and all of that. Is this how you've always consumed music, or is this a relatively newer thing? I it's weird, right? So I I would say I've always consumed music, like where I find something and I have to like, yes, I want to know. I want to like I want to hear everything they ever made and mm-hmm. and things like that. But like I don't I don't dive into like this guy played this instrument on this record. Mm-hmm. Like that's not for me because like I, for me and and I you know I'm a storyteller at heart and like the music's telling a story. The albums are telling a story. So like I kind of just kind of like I let that soak in more than like the technical side of things. And one, right. I'm not a musician, right? So right. I don't I, I don't think it, like I wouldn't know the difference between this guy playing guitar and this guy playing the guitar, you know what I mean? <laughs> so like, but, but yeah, no, I, I do. Like I, I, I was always, when I heard something, I needed everyone to hear it. Like, I'm like, if I heard something for the first time, I'm like, I'm the one that's like, Hey guys, we gotta, or if it, I had other friends that did it too. But like, like when someone introduces you to something, there's a badge of honor. I wear when I, when I'm, mm-hmm. when I introduce this, band to somebody and they end up loving that band like i am like yeah what you know if they what I mean? hate that band then they're wrong i don't, I don't know <laughs> no nah, because like i i think i have a, I have a, i think i do a good job at curating for people yeah in general yeah. um you know what i mean like yeah. i wouldn't like sometimes it's a miss because i like a band so much i want everybody to like them yeah but for the most part like i'll i used to, i would work with people and i'd be like and they're, you know, and they're listening to like, just like, you know, the radio and they're like, oh yeah. And they're talking about fucking shine down and, and bands <laughs> like that. And I'm like, Hey, like, you know, if you like shine down, if you like that style of music, you might like this band yeah. from New Hampshire yeah. Yeah. or this band from Ohio or the, you know, or this band from Pittsburgh. And, uh, and I'll play it for them. And, you know, usually they, they, they get into it. So that begs the question, do you listen to mainstream music? Are there instances where you're like, yeah, man, I want to listen to Zeppelin right now. Or is it only <laughs> obscure punk rock bands that you want to listen to? Um, I think there's a good mix, you know, like I, I have like, um, I, I have my records that I, you know, I've got stones records and black Sabbath and iron maiden and, you know, bands like that too. Yeah. Um, you know, right. I mean, I've got like, I just grabbed like, um, usually I only buy those ones when they're on sale, you know, like if, yeah. if the website's having a big sale. So there was a big sale recently. It was like 30% off or something. And I picked up like tool undertow and rage against the machine and like stone double pilots. You know what I mean? Like, like, I, uh, yeah. Cause I mean, listen, yeah. I, you know, I am of an age where I remember when those bands were new, right. Yeah. They were the, they yeah. were like the, the 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 smaller band, so um, yeah. So I mean, I still have love for that stuff. Now, there's I won't go to shows though that are that are big like that. Um, you know, if someone's like, "Oh, hey," you know, I don't know, just 
I don't know. Give me a give me a band Creed or something. I, I don't know. I wouldn't go to a Creed concert anyway. But um, but like, like a, a big, big arena show, play. a big arena show. That yeah, costs yeah, yeah. I don't do those. I don't do arena yeah. shows. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't do those. Um, that's not my thing. You also don't strike me as a festival guy. So will you go to festivals? I went to one once. It was called Local Bazooka. It was here in Worcester, Massachusetts. Oh, wow. Thank you very much. It was 2001. <laughs> it was the weekend after the 9-11 attacks, and it was one of the strangest but, like, needed yeah. things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah, and uh, I got to see a bunch of bands. I got to see Rollins Band, which was a band on my list. Like, Biohazard showed up out of nowhere. They weren't even supposed to be on the bill, but they showed up. Uh, that was cool. And like, you know, I, I, so like, but like, it's not, I don't know. I just, yeah, I'm not a big like festival, like, right. Like I, you'll never, you'll never catch me at, um, like, uh, punk, punk and Drublick or any of that stuff. Right. You know, not your scene. It's just not my thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I'll do fest. I've, I've thought about fest because the way fest, fest is set up a little bit differently. Cause it's venues. Yeah. 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 They're taking over yeah. this town. So yeah. I'm not a peopler, you know? Right. The less people that want want me to like that make me want to punch people is the better, you know. <laughs> so in all of your travels, you know, you you lived in the the Pittsburgh area for a short time. You lived down in Tennessee. Um, did you ever get into the styles of music that were popular in those areas? So did you get into bluegrass or some weird Appalachian experimental folk music, ex- excluding Tim, Mr. Tim Nave, of course. But, you know, did you did you ever do any of the local stuff? So where I, when I was where I was in Tennessee, I would book the bands for the venue that I, we worked that I worked at. OK. And um, a lot of it was like I tried to find original music, which is everyone wants covers. And I, and yeah. I, I get it. But like. So like I I like I found a punk band I found a couple punk bands out of like Nashville area, um to come out and play and uh, I remember like it was like bringing something brand new to to an area like people were going nuts they had no idea like you know like what the, what is this I brought a hip hop kid out there he did well um and then like there's like a lot a lot of local band stuff that they do like like southern rock and mm-hmm. and stuff like that like you know um I met I met a, a lot of cool musicians out there um. But like I wouldn't say like, you know. I mean, I I know I, I'm not a country fan, but I know good music when I hear. Like I know right. when there's something. Right. Just because I don't like it doesn't mean it's not good, right? Um, but you know, so yeah, so like, so like, yeah, I've I've had that stuff before. But I I tell you what, like like the bluegrass sound, I've always kind of liked that. I've always liked weird sounds. I think that's why I got into like the Dropkick Murphys early on. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Because they had a different sound than most people, and they 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 bring different instruments. Flog and Molly did the same right. thing. Um, you know, Flatfoot Fifty Fifty Six out of Chicago. They yeah. they would do things. Like, so yeah, I've always had like I always like and I and and the string instruments are just you know like all deep ends out of out of um out of um out of Dundee. They 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 have this like uh the the banjo player is just like it's it's phenomenal like the mm-hmm. banjo playing in that in that band you know so whatever you know my favorite band out here has a clarinet player wow that's cool it's, it's amazing yeah it's absolutely amazing yeah how do so, how do yeah, they a- how do they amplify the clarinet have you seen them live yeah oh, yeah i've seen them live tons of times yeah. 
Um, they, they run it through pedals into into an amp. That's amazing. It's so it's so cool. It's so cool. So I gotta get you some. I, I'll have to get you. Let you let you listen to some. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely interested in that. Um, okay, so you you have let's call it a successful podcast. Um, in my experience with this podcast, as it's grown, it's been on the one hand easier to get guests. The flip side is sometimes people contact me where I look through their stuff and I'm like, eh, I'm not sure I, you know, I want to have you on the show, right? So there's there's some of that push and pull. Um, and I've had the good fortune where there's some publicists now who are like, hey, I have, um, uh, you know, Voivod that, you know, wants to be on. So, you know, I got to interview Voivod, who I've listened to since the 80s. So, you know, stuff like that is 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 super cool. Have you found the same thing for your podcast or how are you going? Speaking of curating, how are you going about curating guests for your show? How Who you want to talk to? You're going to get mad at me for this, okay? <laughs> so I, I get a lot of, I get a lot of, I get a lot of PR, uh, you know, PR people hit us up and mm -hmm. emails about, you know, and it's like, oh, you could talk to, you know, yeah. this person or this person. It's like, I feel like I'm not worthy sometimes so i don't like reach out back so like i mainly there's like one pr company out of boston that i use okay and um and and I, other than that like i just reach out to people and people hit us up and sometimes it works out and sometimes it won't like same thing like yeah you know sometimes i hear somebody's stuff and it's like all right well and and, and it's it sounds weird to say this but like it's how people approach me too. Mm -hmm. You know, if I get a, if I get a, a, a direct message on Instagram and it's like, Hey, yo, yeah. Like you're not coming on my show. <laughs> right. Like agreed, I mean? like, agreed a hundred percent, you know, not, not that for any reason other than like, like, like if you want to take your, I want people who are taking their art serious yeah. because, because by like, that's what I'm, I'm my what we do is, you know, we're trying to get these people out there to, yeah. so if someone's not going to come and come on and take their, you know, you know, take, take it serious, then, then I don't want to like, and that's, so that's it. It starts with that kind of thing. And then like, I try to have everyone email us because DMs get lost. That's yeah. the, you know, the infamous story about how I first met Tim. I yeah. went to go message him after yeah. listening to your show and he had messaged me already eight months earlier. So like I try to get everything filtered into the same yes. channel. Yes. That way we I can see it all. You know. Really so, Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, yeah. No. I, I. I. I don't know. There's like when people are like, you should get. You know, I, I've had people be like, oh, you should get sincere engineer on, or, or you know, and I, I just don't feel like I'm worthy of it, and I, and I, I freak out. You know. Yeah. So I'm going to say it right now. Yes, you're an ass, Trev, because <laughs> you should get anybody you want, right? Because the worst thing is they'll say no or they, they can't do it, which happens to me a lot. But there's been tons of guitar players who who I've admired or enjoyed over the years. And I just contact them and say, hey, do you want to do you want to be on my show? And sometimes yeah. yes and sometimes no. But uh Yes, you are a hundred percent worthy. So again, stop being an ass. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> no, it's just like it's weird that because like I'll see like um you know like um it, it's some I, I'm trying to think of one in particular that I was like I should probably do this. It was the dude from the dwarves that was that was doing something. Yeah, Black Dahlia. He um, was great. He was so great and so yeah, nice when he was yeah. on my show. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. I listened yeah. to it, and I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, Paul got it coming. <laughs> pa- Paul's a real show. Paul's, Paul's a real show. <laughs> Come on. Okay, so now that we've established that you have a successful business in your podcast, we're going to pivot to uh, the former Get Punk Record Club, now known as My Name is Trev Allen and I Have a New Record Club and You Should Join It Record Club. Um, Wait, that's not the name, right? You named it something else. No, yeah, it's struggling artist record. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes more that makes more sense. All right, so my question is, (laughs) my question is, why? You know, what's what's the driver for you to do this now? How does this make sense for you? Yeah, yeah. So, so like, I was a member of I was a member of Get Punk, um, Get Get Punk Record Club since it since it since it started, and I thought it was a cool idea. And, the, and how it works, it's not like most record clubs, you know what I mean? So the idea of it works. And uh, and when Mark was closing up shop, he asked me if I wanted it, and I felt like I had to keep it going. Um, I think it's right up my alley. I think he he thought that too. That's why he asked me to take it. Right. You know. And uh, yeah, and that and that's that's that that's why. I mean, there's there's no there's no money involved here. We're gonna see we're gonna see come next month like what I. What I gotta pay because I have it. So, so what is the business model? What are you offering to people that's different from other sort of subscription services? So the idea is kind of simple, kind of fun. Um, so the the first rule is I have to like the band, right? I'm not going to send you something I don't like. It makes no sense. Second rule is everyone gets the same record. Um, that's the big thing. Sometimes things don't work out with bands because, you know, they don't, they have one less copy than what I need. And, um, yeah, so that's just how everyone gets the same record. Um, the third rule is you don't know what I'm sending you. You're not going to know what you got until I, until you get it. Okay. Um, and then after that, it's, you know, after that, that's just, that's, that's, that's the main, that's like the main rules to, to how this whole thing works. Um, I send little, readouts like why i picked it so like like i said when we said we were talking about going into the old school music shop and talking to somebody so that's me telling you why you need this okay, record. right yeah um and why did you or why are you continuing to do it this way so i know that this is the model of the of the previous owner why do you think it's important to really focus in on the one record from from the one band versus here's three choices choose the choose the one you want for example um, I don't know. I think one, I think it works, it works better for, for the band that I'm working with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I never really thought about like doing it any other way. Um, I just like, like, cause again, when I was a kid, it'd be like, this is what I heard. And now you need to hear it kind of thing. You know, right. I don't think, I think we live in a world with too many fucking options, you know? <laughs> So let me let me curate for you, you know. So I mean, think about it, like Spotify and stuff. Like you know, you know what I mean. We have we have everything. Everything is instant gratification. Right. Everything is right. there's there's no lure to like surprise anymore. And I think there's a dopamine hit you get from. I know I get it from just sending these records out. But like you get you get a record that you have no idea what it's gonna be, and then you put it on. Like there's a dopamine hit to that, you yeah. know. Yeah. 
That makes sense. How hard is it to to get? So you decide you like a band and they have a record coming out. How hard is it to get the the numbers that you need for to get it at the right? You know, everything to line up the way that you need it to line up. How how difficult is that on a month to month basis? It's not that bad because um, I so I start talking to bands or labels a couple months prior and I say this is what I got going on. This is you know I'd like to work with you. Um, but this is how it works, you know, cause like I tell them, like, there's a couple things too. Like I'm never going to prevent a band or a label from making their money. So like, if they're like, well, we got, we only have 35 and say I have 35 members. Mm-hmm. So like, we're going to hold on to these until it's our month. No, don't do that. Sell your records, make mm-hmm. your profit. Yeah. Do your thing. Like we'll have, there'll be other opportunities. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't ever want to prevent somebody from making money or getting their records sold somewhere else. Um, so that's like, that's the thing that that's part of it. And then like, you know, some people like I, I, I do survey, I send out surveys and I'm like, what do you guys think about live records? Or what do you think about compilation records? Um, Cause these are all things I've seen over the years, but you don't see them often. And a lot of the times it's like, yeah, they're okay. Or I know I don't like compilations. Okay. I'm not a big compilation guy. Um, you know, if I want, you know, like, it, I mean, if it's a, it's one thing if it gets like a, like a CD or something, but for like a record for me, I just want to, like, there's a there's a story behind music for me, and, and that's right. what I I want to listen to a whole record, you know. Right, right. That that also makes sense again, considering how big a music nerd you are that that you want that experience and and you're not alone the experience part of it is important when you're listening to physical copy especially vinyl right because you're putting it on and the side's going to play from beginning to end and that experience is part of the listening experience yeah now with that said like if someone hits me up and goes hey i want to join your record club but i want to know what i'm getting i'll tell them like this is what it's going to be right you know what i mean like I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna be, withhold that information. <laughs> what's the What's the objective? How many? You got a game. You got a game. No, go ahead, Trev. Go ahead. I know. I was just gonna. You want to? I want to gain people's trust. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah. I, I I had a record in mind for October with it being like spooky season and everything, and I was just like, I don't think I've gained enough trust yet. I've only had this for two months. You know what I mean? So yeah. next year. Yeah. Next Halloween, I can I can get I can get a little weird. I think right. people will be alright with it. Right. And what is the objective? You know, how many total um, subscribers do you want to have at get any given month? And I know that this is going to fluctuate because you're offering. You can just do this month, but is the goal to be stable at you know thirty versus six hundred? You know, what what do you want to have happen? If I could, if I could go to a band and be like, and this, this is the other side of it too, right? I'm, I love helping these bands. Mm-hmm. If I can go to a band and be like, hey, um, you know, in a month, I want to buy a hundred plus records of yours. Like, what's that feeling yeah, like? You know what I mean? That's like, huge for sure. Yeah, that would be huge. Yeah. So yeah. I, I would, I would like to get this thing. I don't think I could. I don't think like I don't think I could personally handle more than like 100 to 150 members by myself um you know so and I, there's no money there's no money involved right. like after my breakdowns and everything like it's it's like no everything goes to like it goes back into the pot you know what i mean like it's all going back into the pot to keep this thing going yeah and that's what uh that's what i like to do you know yeah yeah 
is this all part of some larger multimedia uh, conglomeration attempt to take over middle uh, Massachusetts where, okay, <laughs> I got a podcast, I got a record club, I'm going to take over a small venue and we're going to do shows and then pretty soon I'll be the mayor of Worcester. Is that is that all part of the thing? Paul, well, I think you should know me well enough by now. To know. I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea. I'm winging it, dude. I'm just winging it. <laughs> would it be? I would love to get involved with a venue and uh, do stuff with them. But uh, whether it be like live podcasts, with like or, or something like I put on like uh, last year when we did the the uh, the evening with event. You know yeah. what I mean? But uh, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trying to take over nothing. I just I'm trying to just I'm just trying to listen to some music. <laughs> Then last, <laughs> last thing here, Trev, what are you getting out of all of this, right? So you want to help the bands, right? And that's why most of us get into Brie, me, you. This is why we do these things, because there's music that we think is important, and we want people to listen to it because we like it, as, as you were saying. So, but the other half of this equation is there has to be something in it for us. Otherwise we wouldn't do it. So, so what's in all of this for you? What are you getting out of it? I don't know, man. That's a tough one. Cause like, <laughs> no, cause I, I don't, I really don't know. Like, I don't, I, I mean, I have to, you know, I have to, you know what it's like to package records, right? Yeah, for sure. So yeah. like, I got to sit here and I got to like write something up. I got to print it out. I got to cut the paper. I got to, package all these packages I, what i'm getting i don't I, the only thing i can think about is just like i enjoy like i enjoy it's it, i enjoy music so much that i want to see other people enjoy it too mm -hmm. and i want to see the people who create it get some kind of satisfaction out of it too and i think being able to do this helps everyone right because yeah. i send a record out to you know somewhere in idaho we'll say and then all of a sudden, a bunch of, you know, say I send a Doping the Void record to Idaho. And all of a sudden, there's there's 15 kids who love Doping the Void, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and they're in Idaho. And now is that is that going to change the course of the world? No. But, like, that's got to be a good feeling. It's, like, it's, it, that is a great way to express it. And that means a lot to, to all of us, everyone who plays in a band. Um, just to, to get that sort of support that you just don't get otherwise, right? Everybody's hustling for the same, for the same thing. And, and I think realistically, no one's expecting to get rich. So this working together thing, uh, especially in the divisive day and age we live in, um, in the United States and the world, this working together thing is, it actually is pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 enjoying it too. Like I just say, I'm. It's it's such a it's 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 such a small thing. Like I think about like it's funny because you called me a music like you call me a music nerd and like I never considered myself that because I don't know like I said like the technical aspects right, of, right. of things. But but no, I I guess I kind of am because like you know I could be like oh this sounds like a band that you know right out of you know out of Cranberry Township. 
PA. You should, hear, you should listen to him. You know what I mean? Or something like that. You know? Right. There's a difference between a guy who's deep into physics versus a guy who's deep into mathematics versus a guy who's deep into chemistry, right? You can be a, a science nerd, but have a different focus. And you just, you're definitely a music nerd. You're just not the musician music nerd. Yeah. You're everything it, else yeah. about the band, which is, which is pretty great. Um, cool. Well, I want to thank everyone who's listening and supporting the podcast and also everyone who's listening and supporting the Struggling Artist Podcast. Thanks to Trev Allen for coming on the show. I will drop the links for the Struggling Artist Record Club. You should check it out if you're into vinyl at all. Um, it will certainly be worthwhile and Trev will take good care of you. Trev, thanks for coming on the show, man. Thank you. It's always it's always fun coming on coming on.